Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. We may be coming into the back burners of a heat wave, but if there's someone who is still feeling the heat, it's Eric Ten Hag at Man United. After his team were given a 4-0 mauling at the hands of Brentford, who many tips to actually go down. So this begs the question for all of us here. What is going on at Old Trafford? You know, we still got a transfer window still to go and they're linked with just about anybody. But nobody seems to be coming through that door, not even Rabiot and his mother. So we want to ask this. What are Man United going to do? Let's get into it. Start the intro. Well, um, we are here going to be talking about Man United today after they were absolutely thumped at Brentford. And we mean thumped. Okay, it was an absolutely abysmal performance that has been that has just carried on the start of a very terrible season. In fact, it's been a very terrible season for quite a long time uh, for for Man United. So I think we just need to jump straight into it. Jamie, what's going on at your old friends? They aren't most certainly aren't old friends. They are getting thumped and beaten wherever they go. Like. When I was coming home from the Bournemouth game, sort of, you know, I'm I'm fairly happy. It's on the radio. I'm thinking, oh, they'll probably win. Doesn't really matter. We're still above them. We still will be above them. Then you hear number one going. You're like, oh, that's funny. That's good. Too early, but that's still funny. Number two. All right. This is brilliant. They might actually lose. Three and then four. Four in 35 minutes, though. I, it's just it sort of got beyond the point where you're like this is so bad and like I know we sort of say United's version of being bad isn't quite what like a lot of the other like a lot of the other teams have actually experienced but 4 nil in 35 minutes is not what you expect for any team Um, I love it can't wait for it to continue Liverpool play United next. They may not have won their first two games, but I reckon they could go go for more, more than four. Um, really, looking at the sort of game, though, so I did mention it, Ten Hag, why are you starting McTominay and Fred? Because clearly no one's enjoyed that for the past few seasons. So he did switch it up. He got rid of McTominay. And then going and beat 4-0. So maybe that McTominay was stopping the 4-0 happening. But it's just sort of, it's so puzzling of how it can happen. Obviously, the first goal, massive, massive error from De Gea. Is he past it now? I think he's saved them. He has saved them a lot in previous years. But maybe it's time for him to go. Maybe they should have just said, look, Henderson, here's your chance. We're starting afresh, a new manager. It's more like kind of what Pep did to Joe Hart when he came in. I'm going to make a bold decision. This is what happens. Done. Kind of thing. But Ten Hag hasn't seemed to do done anything. I don't see anything that he's put his foot on. He's kind of just turned up and gone, carry on as normal. It's fine. When obviously it's not fine. You've got Ronaldo. Ronaldo doesn't care. Sorry, he cares when he's playing the game, but you saw after the game, he just walked off. All the other United players went over to the fans getting abuse. Ronaldo was like, 
sod this, I'm going down the tunnel. It's it's just uh, it's just all oh, like it's if you're a United fan, you don't know what to do at the moment because there's nothing you can really do that sort of can cheer you up about United. There's not a positive I could think of apart from that they drew the second half against Brentford. That and that's it, and they kept a clean sheet in the second half, maybe. But really, a clutching at straws. In terms of it, just it's what I just can't get over is the transfers they've made, the lack of really. They've been crying out for a centre defensive midfielder. They've said it for at least two or three seasons. So they don't go and sign one. They sign an attacking midfielder for free, obviously, with in Ericsson. They signed a left back who from Feyenoord. He's probably not going to set the world alight, but he's someone. And then they got Martinez. Too fair, I think he's getting a lot of stick just based on purely his height. When technically, I don't think he's actually done anything wrong in terms of winning headers. But he's not what they needed. Unless they're going to go and play him CDM, that's just not what they need. And it just baffles me. And then you see, oh, who they're linked with today? Pulisic. It's still not a CDM. That's what they need, like a CDM. And then they can start to, you know, rebuild in certain positions, get the build-up play properly. If you look at, um, I know it was against Bournemouth, but City against Bournemouth, and too fair, actually, against West Ham as well. Rodri winning the ball back. He didn't let he didn't let West Ham. He didn't let Bournemouth attack. That's what that that's what United need. They need protection. Maguire's form is just you know I don't think his confidence could be lower. And it's sort of if you've got no protection of him, it's not going to get any better. What about you two then? Because I think I've ranted on for a while, George. Um, I mean, it, it's hard to actually put into words, and I, you know, I, it's almost to the point where I sympathise a bit now. It's it's gone, sympathise a bit with United. <laughs> like it, it must be so draining and so depressing watching them, um, and even watching back the highlights on Match of the Day, I genuinely was like genuinely speechless. Like I, I, I just can't comprehend what some of the like on some of the on some of the goals what they were doing. So, like, it's hard to explain without a visual, like, visually seeing it. But they were just, like, they just, they weren't moving. So one of the defenders would get the ball from De Gea and then just kind of stand on the ball, not move. And the defenders just wouldn't move to, to, to even be open for a pass. And then the goal, where I think it was Ericsson loses the ball. Like, you're just watching it and, like, you genuinely would not see defending that bad on an under nines game on a Saturday. Like genuinely, I just can't comprehend what is going on. Like I, I, it must be even more frustrating for a United fan sitting there trying to digest that and, and, and comprehend it. Like I, I've been a bit defensive of Maguire and I feel like he's a bit of a scapegoat. Um, and it's hard when literally every now, every touch he makes is going to be a meme or, or going to be a video. I get that as a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Right. But I, again, I don't. I don't want to criticize Martinez just because he's he's shorter than everyone. That's that's harsh. But he doesn't look like that rugged old school centre forward that's really going to help drive United forward. Admittedly, you know, Varane was that guy, but maybe hasn't worked out. But I just, I, I, I honestly, I don't know where to start. Unless, like Ten Hag, maybe should just look at it like 
we're Man United, we're starting afresh and just kind of drop a load of players genuinely and just put youth youth players in. I know it sounds ridiculous. I know he'd be criticised for it, right? But just give the whole team a bit of a complete freshen up. And, and you'll probably see, like, I remember, I think it was in the United-Liverpool game last season when they brought that, uh, the, the young kid on, who, although he got booked or whatever, for that 10 minutes he was on, he ran and he ran and he ran. And it just showed a little bit of that fight that, you know, youth players who are at Man United thinking they might be the next big thing, if they play on that pitch, they are going to give it, they are going to fight for the manager. They're not on inflated salaries. They've not got egos. They've not got 50 million, you know, social media subscribers. They will fight for that shirt and that manager. And I genuinely think that's the only kind of solution short term, just to freshen things up, change morale, is bringing a, a load of youth players. And also on that note, obviously, again, maybe the board will, will, will have an issue. But if you go and lose to Liverpool 2-3-0 with youth players, that's, that's okay. Like, you expect that. Whereas when you're losing 4-0 to Brentford, even... I, mean, I don't think you'd lose 4-0 with the youth team. Like, it's just... I just can't get my head around it. And, you know, I, I don't know what the solution is because who are they linked with? They lose the opening fixture and who are they linked with? Marco Anatovic. He's 33. What? What? Like, what is going on? Like, I just, I don't know where to start. And and sorry, Reese, I'll let you speak in a minute. But the the obviously we've seen the news today about the Glazers maybe selling a a, a minority share. You can blame the owners, and, and obviously we saw the Redknapp Neville debate. You can blame the owners, but the owners are spending money. The owners are putting their hands in their pockets. So you can't just keep going Glazer out, Glazer out. You, the new owners might come in and spend less money. You've got to fix the core of the issue. And and right now. I, I really don't know. I dispel United. Um, ran over for now. Sorry, Reese. <laughs> no, no need to apologise, Mum. You know, it's quite interesting to hear actually. But I think I think you're right. Like you know, I think I think the important thing for United at the moment is what excuses are you going to have left? Blame the Glazers. They spend money. Great. You still blame them. Get rid of Pogba. He's causing all the problems. Get rid of him. You know, they're still putting in the same performances. It's a real, real strange situation because everyone seems to be waiting for this United reaction every game. After every defeat, it's, you know, give them next game. We saw it under Solskjaer. You know, we see it under Rangnick. We now see it under Ten Hag. But they've not responded. You know, let's not forget how good Brentford were on Saturday. But if we look at the goals United conceded, yes, the fourth goal was superb. But I look at where Ben Mee, like, bundled it in. Like, what are they doing? De Gea then messes it up you know, for the first goal. You know, the only goal they've scored has been for a shambolic goal themselves. There's it's been... an own goal, wasn't it? So that oh, if they don't yeah, score yeah. against Liverpool, their goal yeah. of the month is the own goal. It's You can't it's put that you can't so put that on anywhere. It's been so, so poor. And you know, and, and there's already rumours that if this carries on for another couple of games, Ten Hag will walk. What what's this gonna do? You know, where are you gonna go back to? Yes, you could look at Potocino, even though he's not a winner in terms of trophies. Will he put an arm around some of these players? Yes, he will. You know, I know a lot of people are critical of Ronaldo, but he's the only winner in their team. Where isn't there another player doing the same thing? You know, shouting, what's going on? This is a joke. They haven't got anybody doing it. I feel sorry for Maguire because he hasn't got the quality alongside him to help him out. You know, he's having to do all the work. If you look at some of the tackles he did make in that game, they, they were pretty good. You know, move Martinez to right back. 
if, if you need to, you know, he'd probably do all right there. But I'm just looking around the team at the moment, I'm thinking, where's the flair? You know, where's this flair that they need? I don't see somebody that's going to get the ball from the scruff in it. I don't see someone that's going to whack a ball in from 30 yards or is going to go lunging in and tackle and win the ball straight away. Rabio's not that sort of player. He's more of a ball player. and He doesn't look like he's coming over the line now. You know, maybe, like what you said, Jordan, dip into the academy a bit. You know, they've got some great players there. Charlie McNeil is somebody I think who's shown a lot of promise, who is actually a former City Academy player, if you're aware there, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He, he's apparently scored a ton of goals, but and he's a United fan, so that's why he's gone to United. But I don't think he'll be the answer. They've got to sort it out defensively. No, you're right. I think I think you could bleed in some of the hungry players. You've got Charlie Savage, you know, son of son of Robbie as well, who looks a good player. You could bleed a couple of them in there, but there's nobody there at the moment. There's no like structure to the team. Um, I think. I think yet with the room, well, not with the rumours, but now confirmed that United are looking to sell a minority state to bring in some investment. But like, who are you going to put it on? You know, you've been linked with Arnautovic, you've been linked with Rabio. You know, you're not getting them players over the line. Who are you going to look for? You know, at least Arnautovic would have had a bit of bite. You know, he wouldn't have been afraid. But but we have to ask if there were players they should be signing. Who do you think they should be looking for? We've just a couple of weeks to go in the transfer window. Okay. Who, Jordan, name one or two players you think that would be a good fit for United. So I, I do I do agree with Jamie about centre mid. Um, you know, you look at you look at I guess United's sort of rivals, City, you know, you mentioned Rodri, been phenomenal for the last two years, maybe more. Um, you know, Chelsea, Kante, Jorginho, Liverpool, Thiago, Henderson, and then you've got McTominay and Fred. Um, it just doesn't it doesn't match up, you know. Even, even at well, I, I was going to say Arsenal, Xhaka, but we know what he's done. But even that kind of player, Arte would be that player for. Him. Yeah, like that's what I mean, I think honestly, I, I don't have a, a surefire, surefire one man signing. And I think just to touch on your point, Reese, about Pogba, I, I think that's a really good point. Pogba has been the biggest scapegoat for United's issues for as long as he's been there. And it's absolute clear evidence now that it's not just one bad apple. You know, it is a, a serious, serious issue somewhere in that club. Um, I'm trying to think now again. Obviously, uh, the only one that comes to mind in terms of like who can dictate play a bit that comes to mind, obviously, because it's because I'm a Chelsea fan, is like a Jorginho. Like, I don't see, I don't see McTominay and Fred they're not the players who can get the ball, slow the game down, speed up the game when they want to and dictate the play. I think, again, obviously, you know, it's on the spot, but Jorginho instantly comes to my mind in terms of a player who can just control and dictate a midfield. Um, Jamie, I'll let you have a go think, just while I'm thinking yeah. more. more. I don't like, think Jorginho would be right for them just because I, I think they need someone who's going to actually sort of will put in more tackles. Jorginho's not that kind of player who will not put in that many tackles that that are leaded. I think one that would be, maybe he doesn't put in as, like, I know it might be a bit sort of, you know, critical of what I've just said, but Ruben Neves at Wolves, he's someone who could come into that role, in that role. I, d I don't know how old he is now, but it might be a short-term solution, but he's someone that, to be fair, I've seen they've been slightly linked with and Wolves are struggling a bit with money, but 
he could be someone that could go in, but it's it's a tough one to be perfectly honest because if you look at their front three on paper, it was Sancho, Ronaldo, Rashford. You should think that's got a lot of flair in it. I think that Reese was saying there was no flair about them. That should have flair. Then you had what behind them, Bruno and Ericsson. They should be creating chances for that front three. You should think, yeah, that's fine. Bruno's lost the like. I, I don't know where he's actually gone. Who was this player that they had for six months that people were saying was better than De Bruyne? They've got less penalties. That's that's the issue. They've got less penalties. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> Let's be fair. But like, it was he was getting that sort of shoutouts, but it's it's funny just to see how they can drop so much, and the solution isn't one player. They probably need another three or four, and just it's kind of kind of what Arteta's had to do at Arsenal: get rid of a few players who are causing problems. I know people don't agree with it, and I've seen like especially after the um, sort of all or nothing documentaries coming out for Arsenal. But Abangyang was not being the right attitude. Got rid of him. Don't care that you're club captain. He's got to go. It's I know if they didn't actually get him to get him to Barcelona, there'd have been a bit more problems behind that. And then it could have caused more like problems. But there's still time in the transfer window to get rid of some of these players. If he's got to go for a bit cheaper than you want, do it for the great the sort of the greater good. As the kind of, you know, and They've got to sign a few players. I think they just need the sort of midfield. Just just put a midfielder of, I know, like Neves. I can't really think of many off the top of my head, but I'm not paid to scout people, you know. They should have enough people there to scout or do a Barcelona. Oh, who's Chelsea going for? Who's City going for? Who's Liverpool going for? I'll try and nick them. them. Although that hasn't worked out for United when they've got Sanchez, Fred. Try to figure a few others they've tried to nick off, say us. Yeah, I think I think the big thing for United is they don't have to go for names. I know it's easy to go for established, yeah, sort of players, but that's not it's not necessarily been their answer. I think they need to look a bit outside the box. I think I think if they're going to start a centre back, I think that guy at Leipzig, uh, Gavardio, I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be a good addition. I think he's, I think he's a big tough centre centre back. You know, well, he can go and win the ball for you. He can go rough players up. You know, then Maguire can relax a little bit, move Martinez to the right back, and then drop Shaw for Malasia. You've got a good, good solid back four there. I think De Gea will be fine. I think I think there's no real issues there. He's going to win them three points a lot more time than he is going to lose it to them. I think if we're looking for a defensive midfielder, maybe a Wolfred and Didi, or or there's a guy at PSV, uh, Sanger. I think he'd been renounced with him before, but he looks a good player. You know, give someone to ease the pressure off Fernandez and Ericsson so they can run around to do what they want to do. And then they can they can sort of fly from there. And I think if they're going to look for an out-and-out striker, you know, are they going to keep persevering with Rashford and, and Martial? I don't know. But again, go for someone go for someone young if you want to. Portugal has plenty of young attacking strikers there. There's one guy I mentioned at Braga called Bettinha. I think he looks a good player and I think he would fit maybe the way Ten Hag wants his wants his football to be played. But that there's just three, four options there that they could explore. And is it going to cost them a hundred million? Probably not. The most expensive would probably be that centre back there. But you've got to do it. And and at the moment there's no there's no balance. And I think 
I think if if they're going to react, they're going to have to react on Monday against Liverpool. Uh, yeah, against Liverpool, which is the hardest probably game to do it in. Yeah. But with yeah. Liverpool rocky start, United could see this as there for the taking. But if they're not going to be up for that, and they don't get three points from that, don't even get a point from that, don't even show up. They're nine points behind everyone else. Well, the, the, you know, they're nine points likely already, you know, off the top. They could be yeah. six points off top four. You know, they're going to have to turn that around pretty quickly. And, and it concerns me if they don't get anything against Liverpool is what really are they going to do? Because players are turning them down now. You know, it's it's insane. It's insane when you when you think about what's happened to them because the squad is... I know we're not going to say that they're going to go down, but you look at that squad and you think everything's there for them to just go fall apart. They were talking about winning the title last season, start of last season. <laughs> like, like I think that was obviously blown out of proportion, but it was still, they were saying, well, that squad could go and win the title. It's massive, like how it's fallen. But obviously we're talking about signings and stuff. The transfer window hasn't just opened. What have they been doing? Like, what have they been doing? And then you've got with what has actually Ten, Ten Hag brought to United? Because I've, I've not seen anything different to him and Rannick, really. I've not seen a single thing. And Ten Hag, they were trying to say, is one of the top three, four, five managers in the Prem. He shouted he's a few done... times pre season, Gen- genuinely. Like, there was, yeah, there was articles on him shouting game, at players. No, it wasn't it, even in the game. It was in training. Uh, ridiculous. I don't, I don't think I don't it's all what he's done, fault. though. I know it's not his fault, but if a manager comes in, you expect some sort of bounce. And what, is there a bounce in the pre-season game against yeah. Liverpool? Yeah, they've That's had the their bounce now. <laughs> it's a rare example where a manager comes in and doesn't get a bounce. I think he's changed aspects of the club already. You know, he's making everybody eat together. He's not letting them go off into their own little social groups. And he, but his main job is it, but... on the pitch. Yeah, exactly, and I think I think he's got to implement a style of playing. Yeah, it's all. There's no point bringing the Ajax team with you to do that. There's really no point. They'll get battered. <laughs> it helps. It helps sure. having players. But I'm not seeing. You know, I'm not seeing anything from him. Have, if he's not going to get the players in, he's going to have to adapt to the players he's got there. So that will mean changing the style of play. Will three at the back work with United? I don't know. I personally think Wan-Bissak would hmm. be fine as a centre back. Is it? Yeah, like everyone sort of says, like they've always said, he can defend, he can't attack. So he could do the sort of in, I know he's not like quick like Walker, but like in England's type, he could play the Walker position for United and just do the defensive work. It works. But it's sort of one thing I do want to say about Ten Hag and to rip into him and to quote sort of Will Smith, get his name out of your mouth was he mentioned Pep struggled in his first year. Pep still came fourth, by the way. And in his first 10 games, we'd won 10. Some of them were Champions League and sort of cup games, but we'd won all of them, so we started well. We did the sort of we did get beat 4-0 to Everton, but it was at least Everton weren't as bad as they are now. <laughs> but it's more you can't just compare yourself to what other managers have done because they've actually gone and proved it at a better level than what he's done in the past. There was some sort of what I saw under Pep in the first season was I can see exactly what his game plan is. I can't see it with Ten Hag. And I'm not saying he's going to be a bad manager. I know there's 
way more stuff. He's not the problem. There's a lot more with the problem. But on the pitch, if you can't motivate your players when you've just joined, maybe he isn't the right guy to do it. And maybe he maybe a potch would be better to put his arm around them. I still yeah. want to disagree with what Neville said a few seasons ago. Conte would have sorted them out. Like he may not have been there long enough for what Neville wanted, but he would have sorted them out. He would have been like, right, look at what Spurs have had to do in training. Tons and tons of running. It's all, it's for the team. I don't care about individuals. It's for the team. And that's the what's that's what's been lost at United completely. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think go on. Oh, go on. I was gonna say, I think what Conte would have done as well, he was, he would have got rid of them bad apples. He did it into Milan. He wasn't afraid to make those decisions into Milan either. You know, yeah. he let people like um what's his name? Bacardi go, for example. Didn't matter about the goals he scored, wasn't the right attitude, wasn't the right player for him. You know, exactly. he's not afraid to shift players on at Spurs with uh Deli Ali, for example. Mourinho is likewise as well. Mourinho gets a lot of stick. But he's a very adaptable manager and he's not afraid to get rid of the players, you know, that are causing problems. He needs... No, and Ten Hag should be, you know, everyone's saying, you know, move ends of the earth to keep Ronaldo. Yes, he's scoring you goals, but if he's upset and everyone else is bringing everyone else down, get rid of him. You'll probably find that that will free up people like Martial and Rashford to go, right, I can do it now. I've not got to have the pass to him. I can have a shot. I think they've had their chance as well, though. That being I think that I would help, though. I do I do agree with that point. Rashford, Martial, Sancho, if Ronaldo left, they'd all be sitting there going, right, I've got a chance here. It'll probably be three or four weeks. I could be the next main man. And I, I do think that would motivate quite a few players. I don't think Ronaldo is the problem, just to clarify. Um, just, just to touch on a couple of your points you've said there, Jamie, I think the Pep... The Pep comparison, I just don't think it's completely fair, to be honest. Different clubs, different in different states. Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely don't, I, it's too early it's for me to criticise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just, he's just, you know, he's just scratching and clawing for any kind of, you know, reprieve. But I, I think yeah. the criticism of Ten Hag, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon. I think it's ridiculously too early to even, I don't think Ten Hag is the reason this club has lost two games. Like, it's, you can't blame him after two matches. I don't care what anyone says. Um, you need to give a manager time to sign players, implement their philosophy. So the, the the issues go way deeper than the manager. And it's clear, you know, Mourinho, Van Gaal, you know, Ragnick could, couldn't solve what's going on. Um, I think Neves as well, Jamie, to your point. Neves, I think, could, could do a job. Um, but to be honest, actually, on your points about Conte, I do agree. I think Conte would be quite a good fit for them, just in terms of he will he'll give you tough love, but he'll make you work and run and run. And if you're not doing it, he will just sack you off. And I think that's the approach Ten Hag will soon realise that he needs to have tough love. Um, I personally, I'm not sure the arm around the shoulder approach would work with that squad at the minute. Um, but they look better under Oli than they have since. True, that's the only thing, and yeah. Oli has that approach. Yeah. Ollie's and probably sitting there Poch somewhere is a better, And Poch is a better manager than Solskjaer. So it's more, yeah, yeah. that's where I think that's where it'd be better. Yeah. You're not yeah, right. I, it's hard. It's, it is hard. I don't think there's one obvious answer to, to solving all their problems. I think Ten Hag, again, does probably need to get rid of a few more. And just, as I said, bringing youth players. Um, maybe he's going to, you know, we've seen Ericsson as a false nine. We've seen Ericsson as a DM in two games. 
he is still working out what the hell he wants to do tactically. I'm not going to blame him too early for that, but the the issues are deep rooted. United. Yeah, I mean, just just before we wrap it up now, I do think that this whole clear out should have probably happened at the start of the summer. You know, it's a very suicidal move to to um, get rid of five or six now. You know, when you're probably not going to bring five or six in, it it ha- sometimes works for clubs, but I don't really see that happening. And I think that could be a bit more of a trouble in the long run. You know, I think now they're going to have to start phasing players out, but they've got to do it now because if they lose, they've got to get rid of like, maybe not five, one or two. Yeah, if I mean, if they lose, exactly, and if they lose to Liverpool on Monday, that's three games they've lost. They can't afford to lose another five, you know, otherwise they could be yeah. out of the top four race altogether. So, yeah, it could be, it could be up to that. But just, Sorry, yeah, just, no, I was just going to say one literal final point just, just before the end. I think your point about the United-Liverpool game is true. Although on paper, you're still going to say Liverpool will absolutely batter them. Liverpool have had a rocky start. They've lost Nunes. They're on not on the ropes, but there's a little bit of confidence gone from Liverpool already. This is the biggest opportunity United will ever have this season, in my opinion, to turn the whole narrative. Let's just assume for a minute they somehow beat Liverpool. They go above Liverpool. And the whole yeah. narrative will suddenly, I promise you now, you'll see it on social, you see it everywhere. You, you will see it. If, if somehow United can get a win, the whole narrative will be completely different. The cloud will be temporarily lifted. So they need to seriously go all out to try and beat Liverpool. And it will make such a, a big statement if they can. Or at least put in a good performance. Yeah, fight and don't get battered. Yeah. But but yeah, that that sort of wraps us up for this episode. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments. If you've got any ideas how United can save themselves and turn this around, um, we're certainly lacking. Um, but as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill.